Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, Mary Redzinski. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 hey there. Extra wow. syllable. I dig it. I feel sort of sexy. That was yeah. fun. It was like harmonizing, but not is what that no, was. I like it. I picture you and I some like just in a room somewhere like doing that Mariah Carey thing where we're kind of have a finger to our ear and our <laughs> eyes closed. Like, na, 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 na. like that's what I pretend. So or like Mariah Carey or like anyone who auditions for American Idol and acts like. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're like, I'm never- I like. I've never really sung before. And then they put their finger in their ear and there's fucking nail every. And you're like, wait, what? You've never sung before. Uh, it sounds like me when I busted into that. What was it? Um, Pearl Jam, Crazy Mary the, that other time. I that mean, was... I will say I must be confident if I compare myself to Mariah Carey immediately. But <laughs> you're anyway. feeling yourself. It's it's I Monday. Know. It's been we this is obviously you guys are listening to this on Tuesday or after Tuesday, whenever you choose to listen, but coming out tomorrow. We are ramped up. We had to record a little bit later in the day on Monday because we had so much to get through. Yes, guys. Big work big work night and morning. <laughs> big work night for anyone that doesn't mm-hmm. realize um that podcasts are work. We had Lots of TV that we had to watch, take notes, and now here recording because this episode is both been brand new, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After, after that just aired last night, Sunday night, and <laughs> Eric Roberts, who oh. came out, the Lifetime came out of nowhere with a stocked mommy Dr. Five called Just What the Doctor Ordered. There was no promotion for it. The promotion, nope. the, the promos that they used on their Instagram, I was obsessed. I couldn't keep, keep, stop looking at their Instagram. It was just clips from the very first stock by my doctor. And so all the comments, I don't know who runs the PR department at Lifetime or their Instagram or who decided, let's do a, a brand new movie, but never let anyone know that it's new. All the comments were like, this is stocked by my doctor. You guys just changed the title. And Literally, one of the girls who is is she played Alex in the movie. She was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, she was. She was her. on there. It's she was like commenting to people like, um, "No, it's a new one, guys." I was like, "I oh. I messaged, I wrote her, I commented on her. I go, they need to maybe double pay you for a little PR on this one because everyone's confused and you're the only person oh. helping them clear it up." I think they were like, "Fuck, nobody's gonna watch the movie that I just spent all this time working in because nobody knows it's new." Well, do you think they just got lazy and they're like, well, if we just show them in some scrubs, like, come on, guys, put it a was, little effort in. Because you know who put a lot of effort into this? We did. We did. And <laughs> fucking Eric Roberts. <laughs> oh, and Eric. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Oh, yes, yeah. of course but we he did. did. We actually, he, we promoted more than Lifetime did for this movie. There's no question about that. I like to believe that when Eric Roberts does this, it's effortless, to be honest with you. But I know that he put a lot of work into it. If that's, and I, I just like I'm to not, believe this is an effortless character yeah. for him by now because it's so well, second it's, nature. It's got to cost him a little physically at this point. I'm just saying that as I'm getting up in age, if I sleep on a different bed, I need to walk it off for a day or two. I mean, he was very active in this movie. 
And um, you know, he's he's no spring chicken, but I'll tell you what, he's uh he's delivering. He's, and he is delivering uh, and know. he delivered big time. So just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> just what Mary ordered, at just, least. Oh my god. Know. Just what the podcast ordered. It was oh, I mean, talk about Christmas. I know. Early. One of my friends wrote me and she's like, Do you know that there's a new talked by my doctor. She was like, this is like the Super Bowl for your podcast, which I... It's so fucking perfect, <laughs> like perfect description. I mean, it sort of blows my mind, though, with how much they do promote things ahead of time. Like we knew about, you know, I don't know, Wendy Williams, what, six months ahead? Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's a different type. That was more of like a documentary based on real life. But come on. I know. Roberts. Yeah, it was very, it was very strange. and And you could tell, like... People obviously love these movies because on all, all their other pages, like everyone was commenting and asking. So I'm like, guys, just all you had to do was show a, a clip from the new movie and everyone would understand. It's not that hard. I mean, even a still a still frame of like a different like maybe that him with the Alex character. Yeah. You know, the girl like just to see that it's a different, you know. But Yeah. Well, guys, en- enough about Lifetime's PR problems. Um, <laughs> I know. Uh, the 90 day that we're going to be discussing is the happily ever after. And so just so you guys know, if you aren't fully caught up on 90 day, whatever that this episode that we're about to talk about fully just was kind of recapping everyone. So if you yeah. are, are, are wanting to watch it and maybe you feel I even Mary, Mary said she didn't even know a couple of the couples. So um, just if you guys are curious and want to watch it also, if you don't want to watch it, don't worry. I, our recaps will be fun as always. And with Married at First Sight having a couple more weeks left, we we were like, I guess we're just going to have to squeeze a lifetime and a 90-day all into one episode, and that's what's going to happen, and it's going to be fucking mm-hmm. fun. Um, it is going to be fucking fun, and I it was almost like today I was like on edge all day, just really kind of jazzed about this, but I mean, here, we, we'll do it. It'll be fun. There was I'm, also, I'm excited. There was also a movie called My Husband's Killer Girlfriend that aired on Saturday night on Lifetime. And I was yes. like, I was like, this is, there's too much happening. I don't know what to do. So we decided that that's going to be uh, our Patreon this week. So um, yes, if you have not joined our Patreon, please know that it's super fun. We pick and choose, you know, we pick what we're doing kind of based on what's airing, what's going on. It doesn't necessarily, it's not always going to be a lifetime movie at all. Um, we did one episode, one episode a month is just going to be us talking and catching up and telling stories. Cause we know that we know that you guys like our friendship and we like it too. Um, yeah. so we had some real doozy stories come out on the latest Patreon. Um, it Oof. ended on, on quite a note on that one. Um, so if you can join, there's a couple tiers and um, both tiers will always have that one episode that's us doing topics and conversations and stories. And then the other one will be <laughs> whatever happens to be in the in, in our ears, the thing that we're in watching. Our ears. Yeah, I, I would just like to add that with some with a couple of our story um, episodes on the, the Patreon that there may have been some like family members in my life that. I was like, yeah, they're fine. But like, I've really secured the people that I'm going to ever see again or not and look, make eye contact with. And I'm kind of comfy with it. I feel kind of good about it. So, I think you should, yeah, that's how this mm-hmm. goes, guys. Um, yeah. And also, just before we get into it, please, if you have not rated, reviewed, or subscribed, please do so. Um, if you are on a platform that doesn't allow you to rate Apple Podcasts and iTunes, they allow you to helps us a bunch to just sort of elevate our presence there. If you just have time to go hit the five stars, even if you have time to drop a note, even better. If not, 
just hit the five stars. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Join Are You My Podcasters. It's my favorite Facebook group ever. It's so much Mm -hmm. fun. Um, It's a very lively group. Lots of discussion was in there actually this morning about some stuff um, on Married at First Sight, some stuff about Haley and Jacob that I found interesting, an interesting perspective and I want to talk. So we're going to talk about that on on this coming um, episode. And so just know we listen, we listen in there, guys. And then we and when then we talk about what you talk about. So (gasps) take a breath. I'm going to take a sip. I, you know, you think about wanting to leave a legacy, you know, (laughs) and it's like, if it's us talking about Haley and Jacob, I'm just going to own it. And I say, we just get in there and we, I mean, all of these things are important. If it makes people laugh and brightens a day, you're doing something. That's right. That's right. And speaking of brightening days, let's start with, let's talk Uh, about just what the doctor ordered, because you guys know our obsession with Eric Roberts and as this creepy Dr. Albert, Albert Beck, who just wants to be loved. Um, Now in the, we haven't recapped the fourth one. Because we didn't have time because mm-hmm. we didn't know they were going to throw a fifth one out of nowhere. Okay. Um, yeah. They they could they could have given a girl a heads up. But, yeah. you know. And we, we will we'll, at some point. But I've seen it. Yeah. And from watching this movie, too, this new one, what you do know that the last one ended with him. This isn't a spoiler alert because this is how this one started. Um, with him he had been in a a mental institution. So he actually finally got put away in four. And so I think everyone was like, that's the end of the franchise. And they were like, nah, Mm -hmm. bitches, he's going to put, he's going to set the place on fire and escape. And that's what he did. Don't count Dr. Albert Beck out ever. No, ever. No, no. No. He's he's here. And, (laughs) And so is Jimmy Buffett, Eric Roberts. And we'll talk about that later. But anyway, I know um, he came back at the end. That was so exciting. I, I wanted to say, I didn't watch the fourth one yet, real quick, but I have it on my DVR, and I'm sure we will do it at some point, but I feel like I totally got the gist, you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, it was, so he he is a little bit crazy, and he's kind of, he's owning it, He's but he, I, he didn't do a lot wrong in this one. He just wants love, like you said. He just wants love. He was living in, he, he escaped from this mental institution, and he was living in, um, the attic of an, a house that was empty, a house that was on the market, and that's where he was hiding. And a house he, that they all talked about, like it was an old, creepy house, and it honestly looked like the nicest house I've ever seen in my life, like a really old Victorian that was like move-in ready. If you watch any HGTV, <laughs> but they're like this dump. I mean, the most beautiful hardwood floors and like built-ins, and you know, but. It, it really uh, was. Whatever. No, it was. But it was funny because um, I wasn't sure. Like from the outside, it looked like a totally different house than on the inside. I, it looked, they tried oh. to make it say, like, I thought it looked like two different houses from the it outside. It probably and they, was. It looked like a modern house from the outside. And then on the inside, she's like, it's an old Victorian I'm renovating. And I was like, what? Um, but yeah, they kept talking uh. about it. Like the daughter was like, this house is creepy. And she was not excited about moving in. And she was kind no. of like, oh, she's like, we had to live we basically moved down the road from our old house and it was because her father passed away and her mom wanted a new start. Her father had a heart condition, which she's going to end up having 
spoiler alert in this the, movie. Also, <laughs> the mom, and just a little overview. And again, we we do our best to stay on track, but probably not. You know, we'll get, you know, there's a beginning, middle, end of this podcast. That's all you need to know. But I do think it like the mom wasn't really like heartbroken over the loss of the dad that much. Like the daughter kept <laughs> pining, like looking at pictures of the dad and this little like music box that the dad gave, but like or gave her years ago. But the mom was kind of like. Like get over it. We got a new house. I know. I'm on the PTA board. I'm I'm fucking fixing up houses left and right. I'm cashing checks, snapping necks. Like she wasn't. She didn't give a shit about no, the dad being she, gone. She really didn't. Even when even when she, she said something about living in the old house or something, and she's like, you know, we need the too many memories. And your and the daughter was like, God, you make it seem like all the memories were bad or something. She's like, Yeah, no, yeah. just. I mean, at no point was she. She should have. Even if she would have responded in that moment and just been like, "Oh, that's because it's super hard for me because I loved him and he's right. gone." You know, just a little something. She was, yeah, she was ready to move on. I, I have to say, and it's just you know what I mean. One of my favorite things about Eric Roberts is him when he's shuffling around in his black tie-up sneakers, and. <laughs> They had him as this, like, you know, he was like a dweller, if you will. Like, he was like living in the attic of this house. I mean, people move in. A woman and a daughter move in, and he's not in any hurry to get out of there, (laughs) nor is he going to take his sneakers off, nor is he going to stop clomping around the attic. I mean, you got to give it to him. The guy's very comfortable in his own skin. (laughs) Totally. There was he looks he basically sees them move in and he lo- he looks out the window and he's like, oh, guess I might have to move out, man. But <laughs> but he, he's not like, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. People are coming into this house like I better jump out no. the window. I'm an escaped mental patient from a mental hospital, no. which, by the way, just on the on the clothes from the mental hospital that he escaped from. It just said the name of it. Is that how is that? A, is that how that works? Does it say just like Abernathy Mental Hospital on people's clothes? I guess it must, kind of like prison clothing. I just thought it was funny. I'm sure it does because, like, I guess prison clothing say what jail they're on and stuff too, right? But it just kind of made me. Yeah, the most helpful info if there's a fire (laughs) and you get out. And we're like, oh, where'd you come from? Oh, the Abernathy? Yeah, from right there. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't move out right away. Well, this girl right away, they established that the girl has like a heart thing where she like she every time she gets like scared or upset, she clutches her chest and then and then takes some deep breaths. And the mom doesn't seem very concerned about it. She's like, oh, okay. she's like, oh, are you sure you're okay?" She's like, yeah. Now, her husband just died. Mm -hmm. We like we later find out it's the same condition her husband had. So her husband just died of something to do with his heart. So if she sees her daughter constantly clutching her heart, you would think she would be like, oh, we got to get you to a doctor. Get you over to a cardiologist. Take a look at the old ticker because my (laughs) husband just died of the same thing. I mean, she's just like, oh, are you sure you're okay? And she's like, yeah, mom, I'm fine. Well, she's like clutching her chest and can't breathe. And and the mom's like, okay, I guess you just got kind of worked up. That happened like a couple of times and in front of her boyfriend too. And nobody's And it wasn't like major, major uh, exercise or like crazy. I think let's just say that Eric Roberts is the second craziest person in this movie. The fucking mom (laughs) is numero uno because, yeah, she's just... She's missing a lot. She's not really. Yeah. Not paying a lot of attention. And no, he starts 
instead of moving out, he starts kind of um he he you know he takes a peaky through the a peaky through the through the <laughs> through the vent in the attic, and he sees her sleeping. And of course, we know from these movies that um, Doctor Eric Roberts, Albert Beck, he has an affinity for an eighteen year old lady. He oh. um, he loves. I mean, a legally. <laughs> aged person who is super young is what this is every movie he has a problem with someone having an 18 year old daughter and it gets him in trouble and i just want to say for the record he really didn't do anything wrong they they come (laughs) they find him sarah okay he was minding his own business in the fucking attic of an abandoned house and then this voluptuous uh 18 year old with a heart problem moves in what is he supposed to do he's a world-renowned cardiologist who happens to have a couple of screws loose and this (laughs) girl has a heart problem i mean what are the odds I mean, maybe it is his soulmate. I mean, I'm kind of on his team, you know. <laughs> I mean, there was there was a moment where I where I was like, I don't, I can see where he's putting this together that it seems meant to be. I mean, he 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 basically he went up and like she was sleeping the first night, and she already thinks the house is creepy, and she's sleeping, and he, as Mary pointed out, kind of clomps into her bedroom, you know. Just oh, it's like boom, the Eric boom, Roberts boom. shuffle, just like, zhuh, zhuh, zhuh. oh, he's not light-footed at all. <laughs> no, and just no problem at night wandering around, and he, of course, there's a, mo- there's, in all these movies, they do a thing where he starts talking, and then the person has a reaction, and then it turns, and then that that reaction, instead of terror, ends up you know, with her going, I love you. So that's, it's a fantasy. There's a quick fantasy yeah. moment where he thinks that she's um, saying that she loves him, but he snaps out of that and um, is still in her room. He is in her bedroom standing there and she doesn't even stir. And then, yeah. And I'm like, if I'm jumpy in a new house, I for sure would have heard Eric Roberts clomping around and coming into my bedroom at night. I like to believe anyway. And then the mom, listen, I, I want to listen. I have a noise machine. I have a fan. I have a, a air circulator thing. I don't know the fucking right name of it. Mark got him pre COVID. We thought we were doing the right thing. I these people are laying in complete stillness. There's not one little nugget of white noise. They're sleeping on their backs with their eyes fluttering. There's <laughs> guys, you know, nothing. Ugh. And then Nothing. the mom, the mom comes in to kind of like peek in on her daughter, and he, um, right, you know, he hides on the other side of the door. Literally, basically, I like to believe. I, I think I put a still, I put a still of it up on, um, are you my podcasters or are you my podcast Instagram page? By the way, I always follow that too. That's <laughs> I like to put stuff in the stories, but um, I, I love up, when you do that. Oh my god, it was just so funny. It was just like. He was on one side of the door and she was on the other one, just looking at her daughter like, okay, cool. She's fine. Like, why doesn't anyone have any sense of danger? Stranger danger. And not no the- stranger none. danger, Sarah. Mm-mm. You and, and also they show him like clomping over to hide. It was kind of like if <laughs> I just pictured like a cartoon pirate with a wooden leg, like half make like running. I mean, there's no way 
that the neighbors didn't hear him run over to the <laughs> wall right there. I know. I and, then, know. and then when the mom kind of like stepped away, he basically just followed her out. Like he didn't wait for her to go. <laughs> he, didn't her wait. he didn't give it a couple Mississippis or anything. Did he? <laughs> Oh, he's so confident. You gotta love him. He's so confident. Oh, and then we meet her boyfriend. She has a boyfriend named Scott who picks her up for school and she has a couple of moments of gasping and clutching her chest and he goes, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm cool. I mean, it's just and he doesn't go, oh, are you sure? Because your dad just died of a heart thing and you seem to be clutching yours a lot lately. Like nobody, 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 nobody notices. It was it was really kind of one of my favorite things about the beginning of the movie. I mean, yeah, they I mean, it it would have you like you just said, and now Mary just says the most redundant, obvious thing. But like the dad didn't just die of a heart problem. (laughs) They couldn't have. Yeah. So and then she's like um, on the phone on the like a FaceTime later with her boyfriend and she thinks she hears something upstairs, but which she definitely does because it's just, oh, yeah, Eric Roberts probably up there doing some cardio or something, not giving a or shit. Or just walking to the window. <laughs> I mean, the guy is a heavy footed motherfucker. I'm surprised her eardrums weren't bleeding from how much she heard him walking around. I mean, I could feel it. I know you it had to be it, weird for production. You would also think if you were an escaped mental patient living in someone's attic that you would probably get like a softer, lighter shoe to yeah, trail like, <laughs> Take your kiss boots off for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I got God love them, and it's all part of this horseshit that we love so much, but it just makes me oh, smile it's, inside. It's the oh. best. Um, well, luckily he is up there because she think she hears something and then she gets off the phone with her boyfriend and she starts to go downstairs and then oh the heart problem starts to kick in again and she starts clutching it and then she um she passes out just fully passes out now she's alone her mom's not there her mom's off living her best life with (laughs) without her husband um really yeah i was gonna say she's finally free you know just loving it do it, yeah. I think she was working or something, and so she collapses. And obviously, she now she gonna need a doctor. She gonna need a doctor, mm. and luckily, oh, there's I one think, living think in I her know attic. Guy. <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also oh. funny. Like this was one of my favorite parts. And again, I thought this girl was really, uh, really good in this movie. Um, they all are. Like we always say, the actors are so good. They do, especially <laughs> given what they're. They do the best with what they're given. given. What they have to Absolutely. deal with, yeah. But yeah. also in these, to me, these aren't they, they aren't dealt anything but just the best job in the world. Because I just the the joy that I would get if someone was like, "You're going to be in the next stuck by my doctor," I'd be like, "Oh my god, when what time do I need to be on set? Can I go now?" Um. Anyway, I hope that happens, and I hope you can bring <laughs> someone to set. And sorry, John. <laughs> so she. She's clutching her chest and she has her phone in her hand, by the way. Um, oh, that's feeling, right. Yeah, another misuse of the phone. Of, feeling a lot of pain in her chest, can't breathe, and just keeps holding the phone to her chest, clutching it instead of maybe looking at it and thinking, let me see if I can squeeze out a 911 real quick before I... <laughs> <laughs> just I don't know She's just uh, clutching that phone. Um but luckily, Dr. Eric Roberts is there. He calls. He sees her collapse, and he doesn't know what to do. So he calls 911, says to her, 
uh, says to 911 that they need an ambulance. And then they say, what's your name? And he just hangs up. And then he deletes the call from the call history with his hands and fingerprints. He's like, fool me once, lifetime cell phone. Like, you know, because he's he's gotten in trouble with the phone before. Oh, know? yeah. A couple of times. But he didn't think about wiping it or anything. The fingerprints no. never came up and nobody ever checked oh, it. Oh, you're right. But, I yeah, didn't even just, think about that. He just yeah. had his... He just had his hands all over it, but he was like, oh, I'll just delete the call. So now nobody knows who made this phone call. Um, but it, he goes to the hospital and he's just like walking around it. No problem. In scrubs. Nobody even noticed. That is my favorite part. When it's like this man, this older man, I mean, he's, you know, he's 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 not unnoticeable, if you will, prancing around, just grabbing charts, wearing <laughs> scrubs. I mean, just like peeking into every room, just sort of nosing in on everything. It's like, no, nobody. No, is one person this. is like, God, I've never seen that doctor who just yeah, like that's I mean, he like different. He like overhears everything because like this is when we find out she is the uh, heart problem that her dad had, whatever it was. I think they said it what it was. It was maybe it was a real thing. I'm not sure. Um, and that she has a really rare blood type, and she's going to need a heart transplant. So this went severe. Okay, so this is well. That's what I I have t- I have written. Shit just keeps rolling downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it went from like oh I thought she had a little thing to she's going to need a heart transplant. And then I want to be like, mm-hmm. hey mom, aren't you maybe kicking yourself for not bringing her into the doctor one day? Another time when she clutched her chest and was wheezing all the other times yeah. that, that was happening. Maybe um, you could stop, uh, you know, flipping houses for a week or two and get your daughter's <laughs> heart checked out. Jesus. <laughs> so she's, uh, but Eric Roberts is in there, overhears it all. Obviously, he's very concerned about this. But it's like you said, there's at one point a receptionist gets up and he just walks to go to the bathroom and he just walks over and gets like grabs like shit off of her computer and charts and like oh. nobody notices. Who's this guy? New guy. And I, I love that he knows exactly what he needs. I mean, at that when that the girl goes to the bathroom, he just like walks up and grabs a thumb drive and he's off like the, the wind. <laughs> like and who the fuck knows what he's looking for, what that like he doesn't know what's on that thumb drive, but No, I don't I, I don't oh. even know if we ever found out what was on it. I was like, what does he need a thumb drive for? Um, I guess maybe that was where he got all the information for for possible transplants or something. I mean, it was oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it all. Ma- I'm gonna make it make sense because of Eric Roberts and 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 Lifetime is lucky that he has that pull. I feel like, but um, <laughs> that's true. But yeah, it's sort of just perfect. He's just so he's like the most clumsy, suave person I've ever met in my life, and I love him. He really so is. Oh, I love also how. There was a quick conversation about like who called nine one one, and nobody was that thought it was that weird um, that nobody knows who called nine one one. And she's sort of like, "Well, it's kind of fuzzy, but I know I didn't call." And we're all like, "No, yeah, you definitely didn't because you should have and you didn't." Um, right? But then <laughs> you had a lot of time to, but you still fucking didn't. Yeah. But the doctor who's in there who gives her the news, he's like, "Well, I wouldn't overthink it. It just sounds like probably a good Samaritan who was walking by." And I'm like, "Their house is pretty far off the street. Walking by where? Where did? Why wasn't the mom like? <laughs> the mom should have been like, well, I don't even think if someone was walking by that they would have heard my daughter silently wheezing in the fucking house." 40 feet off the road like it right. just yeah right. also let's say 
if somebody was walking by, chances are they'd call 911 from their own fucking cell phone. They wouldn't be like, hey, hey, gaspy, wheezy girl, let me let me use your phone real quick. I'm, I'm low on data this month or whatever. <laughs> My plan is in that bag. I don't want to waste it on your 911 call. Like there's none of it made sense. No, none of it made any sense. But um, what they do, what does make sense is they're going to need a home nurse for her. In the meantime, they say they're going to need a home nurse. And now we're like, oh, everything's coming up, Dr. Eric. Everything's coming <laughs> up, Roses, right now. Home nurse. That is. He needs a home and she needs a nurse. <laughs> so, I mean, if we, if they could only, he could only be open kimono with him and be like, home nurse, I already live in your home. This is, per- <laughs> this is perfect. It, it would have made it lots of fun for us if he had um but it, oh, it was still very fun no matter what yeah he brought he put some flowers in her room that were, i thought was so funny they were like sitting on a they were obviously for someone else they were delivering he just like ripped the card off and threw it and then <laughs> and then and then put the put the flowers in her room so that she'd have some flowers and she he's like in there talking to her about how it's meant to be and she's just a real deep sleeper like she's just not stirring apparently mm-hmm. i mean i mean i want to say she barely has a pulse and it has nothing to do with her bad heart this girl is just out all the time he kisses her on the forehead and says dr beck will take care of everything oh. and uh i never wanted to be an 18 year old with a heart problem more <laughs> than i did in that moment <laughs> I knew that, that moment would melt you. It was just mm-hmm. a beautiful moment. And you know what? He is going to take care of everything. He always does. Well, he, that's when he takes. So I did, this took me a second to put it together. But like, basically, they must have assigned a home nurse or whatever, because yeah. like, because I thought they'd have to find their own. But apparently the hospital or doctor assigns one and he just grabs the card and it's a Chris McCoy and then it turns out it's a lady, Chris, which again, that doesn't matter because Chris can go either way with the name. So he apparently finds her address, goes over there and and murders her, which is but not even murders her. She falls down the stairs. No, I know. And he was like, well, that was your fault. He got mad. He was like, he was going to he had a yeah. syringe that he was going to do something. But she got scared. She was like wandering around by her fireplace. It was very strange. I don't know how, who acts like that in her own home. She was like. In her cl- in like work clothes, but just like kind of standing over by her fireplace and sort of like looking at something. I was like, like what is looking she doing? at a picture? Some, yeah, she looked like she was at someone else's house. It was very bizarre. <laughs> it was because for really a minute funny. I thought she was at their house. Like for a minute I was confused and thought she was already there. And I was like, this is a bad idea, Doctor Eric Roberts. But luckily, he was not. She was take. He was getting her, you know, getting her job before she went over to the. Alex's house Um, you know and I just thought of I was gonna say like and then there's a dummy there but you think it's a person but it was a must have been a practice dummy for that nurse or whatever at her house but I was thinking the best way to describe Eric Roberts is he's a guy who's really quick on his feet who's not quick on his feet (laughs) (laughs) that's very true that is very true Um, Mm -hmm. Well, the dummy thing was so funny because like, I guess, I don't know, I guess nurses have practice dummies lying around. Let's, I don't, at their homes. I don't know. It would freak me out. I wouldn't be able to do it. But she, he thought it was another person at first and then he realized it was a dummy and he goes, oh, you scared me, you dummy. (laughs) It made me so happy. I think he's so funny and charming. (laughs) Yeah, that was a real, that was a real, I course written down you scared me a dummy he's oh, so funny made me lol mm-hmm. if you will um yes same 
And then luckily he was there right at the right time because um, that's when the mom, uh, Maggie, oh, yeah, I believe calls. her name is, she calls <laughs> to talk to Chris to find out if Chris is coming over to her house to meet her daughter because she's going to be the home nurse. And he's like, absolutely, I'll be there tomorrow. And then when he goes there, she opens the door and she looks kind of confused, like, Oh, she goes, I wasn't expecting. And he goes, oh, I get it all the time. And I'm like, you weren't expecting a guy because you talked to him on the phone. Right. Exactly. I thought the same exact thing. But then he and then I was confused because then he goes, well, it takes takes a lot of time to build expertise. I'm totally making those words up. But it was something like that where I felt like they were saying she wasn't expecting someone so old. Right. But then that didn't make sense. But I was like, come on. Yeah, I, was, I know. That was and then so she, weird. And then she called him Nurse Chris, and it made me so happy. I was like, oh, oh. now now he's Nurse Chris. It's so fun. Um, I know. And also, <laughs> how embarrassed were you a couple times when the girl was like, really needed him, and she's shrieking, Nurse Chris. I'm like, that had to be. It was just, he's Eric Roberts or Dr. He, Beck, but I he's know. also Nurse Chris. It's okay. He's Nurse Chris in this episode. I mean, mm-hmm. in this one, she tells him that she's renovating an old hospital. So we already know that that's going to be. Like she's a flipper of houses and apparently old hospitals. So she's renovating an old hospital. So immediately like, I'm all oh, great. That's where he thinks he's going to go work now in a old abandoned hospital where he's going to do a heart transplant. Like I can see this one coming. I see the trainer yeah, yeah. rolling. It was, it was nice. Yeah. You sort of saw it pan out in front of you. And it's nice that the mom has time to, you know, rent it, flip houses, renovate old hospitals. I mean, who gives a shit about the health of her husband and daughter or the fact that their hearts don't work? At least <laughs> she's able to be fulfilled professionally. And I, you know, good for her. It's hey, 20, someone's got to pay for those bills. Okay. There's not, yeah, this, you're right. this, these things add up. Okay. So let's let, let the woman, let Maggie work. You're right. You're right. I want her to work. I just want her to, I just want her to be a little more aware. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a little bit on the give a shit meter would be nice. A but. little bit on the give a shit meter. <laughs> um, it was funny when he first met Alex and he's like um, holding her hand and she's like, uh, you can give me my hand back. And he's like, I'm just checking your pulse and it's good. And she's like, Oh, like he's so smart. Uh, smooth and- fucking operator. He is. And she jokes about how she had like a stalker that called 911 because they're telling him the story. And he goes, wow, <laughs> sounds more like a guardian angel to me. He's like, don't fucking call me a stalker. Like you could tell it was brewing in his oh, eyes. Got in his craw. Yeah, he, he had to correct that. And you know what? I bet you she never thought of the person called 911 as a stalker after that. She's like, oh, I have a guardian angel. Eric Roberts does not fuck around. Okay? No. No. Then he's like, he's sort of, he gets real cozy. He immediately like, how about some tea? I make a mean chamomile. And he's, you know, he just kind of making his way around the house, getting cozy with her. Um, the mom, which I think is funny. So Eric Roberts comes for his first meeting, his nurse Chris. And within two, three minutes, the mom's like, cool, you guys good? I'm going to head out. Just leaving her 18 year old with this man mm-hmm. with a bag and some scrubs, you know, uh, and she just leaves. And as she leaves, she sees a security camera across the street on the neighbor's house or whatever. And that actually goes nowhere because basically, blah, 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 she ends up looking at it. And they, they never see anybody going into the house. They don't see the 911 caller that would have 
gone into the house like oh so were they in the house and that was really all that was yeah it was basically showing that she's finally raising a little bit of suspicion about she wants to thank whoever came by and saved her daughter and i love though when the neighbor greets her he goes howdy neighbor like it's the 50s or something i don't know (laughs) anyone talk like that yeah sitcom yeah um yeah but then and dr eric is now like things are moving he's put an app on her phone that's connected to her pacemaker so that if anything goes wrong, he gets an alert that her heart beat is off or whatever. I don't know if this is a real thing or not. If it's if it is, it's genius. But of course, it really, I know I didn't know that either, but I agree. I was like, holy shit, they've come a long but way. But of course, it also has a um, has a uh, GPS on it in case she sleepwalks, he says. And I um. also think it's strange that nobody was like, oh, I don't know that you as my caretaker need to have a gps on my phone we just met like this is a lot but it's like you know what actually on this app it actually um it indicates when you are pleasuring yourself when you're stimulating your genitalia (laughs) manually um i'm gonna be notified it's not my choice that's just how they made the app but um there's a lot of things i'm gonna know about you and you're not gonna know why i mean it is they really sneak in they eke in a lot of info in this shit i love oh they do and oh god she starts she was also talking about like she has those flowers in her room and she brings them up he's like oh who got you flowers and she goes i don't know there was no card but i think you know it must have been my boyfriend and he looks again he's so annoyed you could tell he's like oh god she thinks her fucking boyfriend got this for but whatever he can't say anything right now because it would be super weird he likes to hold his outbursts until you know he's really showing all his cards later um, well, is that when he had the little daydream right in that moment when he 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 uh he slashed the boyfriend's throat? Oh yeah, that's right. It I was because he and I it love was at when some they point. do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. my it's my favorite. Oh yeah, because the boyfriend ended up coming over and basically you know kind of ruining. Um, oh yeah, that was it because the he, boyfriend ends up showing up, kind of ruining. Dr. Eric Roberts plans for the day because he had been mumbling to himself about he was going to he's like, we're going to have some tea, maybe go for a walk. And then in comes Scott, the boyfriend. And he's like, oh, this guy. I know. I know. I I, no joke, though. There was a time when um, I don't know what it was that Eric Roberts said to him, but it was in that moment, like right after they met and that it was just about like watching her or making sure she's okay. And the boyfriend says to Eric Roberts, trust me, bro. And I was like, I wanted to flip a fucking table. I wanted to stab his eyes out. And I was like, it, it's going to come back to haunt him. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was a mistake. You don't say trust mm-hmm. me, bro, as the boyfriend to Dr. Eric Roberts, because he is already a little bit on edge about things. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might see this silver fox stumbling around in some weird black tie up sneakers and think he's not a threat. Stay tuned, Scott, okay? <laughs> don't turn your back, Scott, because you don't fucking know. You don't know what's coming. Yeah, that is no. what he has. He has the fantasy. Oh, because the boyfriend comes in and she goes, thanks for the flowers. And instead of saying, I didn't send them to you, he's kind of caught off guard and he goes, oh, sure, no problem. Oh, they didn't put a card in there. There should have been a card. And <laughs> and and Dr. Eric Roberts is like, oh, he's, he can't believe this guy's taking credit. So he has the fantasy that he goes, liar, 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 liar liar i gave her those and slashes his face and then and then and then she looks up at him with like blood all over her face with like and stars in her eyes like oh you got me the flowers yeah obviously a fantasy but god a fun one it's just a fun one when he has those moments there i feel like he writes all of the fantasies 
like all of the dream little sequence. I I'm going out on a limb, but I really I feel like they weren't in the script and Eric Roberts adds them in personally. I, That's what I'm gonna I like go to, with. I like to believe that, especially since like so now he goes he goes to the abandoned hospital to check it out because this is obviously if you guys have seen these movies before, you know at some point he always plans to perform surgery because that's where his heart lies. Truly, it is true. Yeah, <laughs> pun intended. Everyone's heart lies with him doing heart surgery, and it's and perfect. His mission now is that he is going to um, find her a match. And he goes into this abandoned hospital so he can figure out where he's going to do the surgery. And he has like a total flash, like manic dream where he's talking to a doctor and the doctor is like, are you still um, hearing? Are you still seeing fake people? And he's like, no, I'm healed. I don't see fake people. And then they have him in this like straight jacket that doesn't fit him. And then it's like from a weird angle and he looks like this really tiny person with a giant head. It was so funny, this scene to me. It was like. I was going to say he looked so um, it made me feel sad a little when he was in the straight jacket because like the yeah, the scene in his little fantasy before it went south and he was being bullied, if you will. And he's, you know, in this in his version of this this dream, there's like a pinup nurse walking around like tits out short oh, yeah. dress like she's beautiful. She's like, oh, like a, she you was know. like in a nurse Halloween costume, basically. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. He was hearing himself being called over the um, loudspeakers as Dr. Albert Beck, you're needed in surgery. So he was like, this hospital was coming to life for him. And then it went dark and and there was someone telling him that he hears voices. And he's like, I don't hear fake. I don't see fake people anymore. And then the doctor that he's again, this is a fantasy that he's having. The doctor goes, well, then what am I? And and Dr. (laughs) Eric Roberts goes, a fake person. And they all start laughing. I mean, it was such a funny Insane moment. It was the most maniacal laugh. Oh, uh, I like to call him ER in my head. I thought Eric Roberts was going to start crying, but he just started was guffawing along with the man. I mean, he's got a great sense of humor. He really he's an does. Easygoing guy. He is. He's uh, fun at parties. That one. Um, it's the most fun. And the best part too is like now. So now he's back at. He's living at this. Um, he leaves the hospital. He's living at the lady's house who fell down the stairs and died. Well, um, and I was going to say, he's also dry, tearing around in her Maxima. I'm su- I'm assuming that. <laughs> oh, right. I'm assuming yeah. that was the lady Chris McCoy's car that he's just bombing around town in, I think. Right. <laughs> he's driving her car around. He's living in her house. I don't. It's just she doesn't have one friend or family who's maybe coming over to go through her stuff or put the house up for sale because she's gone missing. Um, Her job is a concern. (laughs) Like she hasn't shown up for any. Yeah. I mean, you would think someone. That's the takeaway. Keep keep a couple people in your lives. You (laughs) You might slip and fall. Just keep a couple people interested in what's going on with you yeah you want someone to check up on you and um, yeah and and you don't want it to be so easy for for a psychopath and i'm sorry i don't mean to use that word harshly on dr eric roberts but i mean just in general um we don't want you don't want to leave it open for someone to be able to just move into your house when you when your body hits the bottom of the stairs and nobody gives a shit Um, (laughs) just grab the car keys out of the pocket and you're off 
game, you know, game on. Okay, yeah. so he start. We'll blow through a little bit of this. So he's like starts looking for donors. He um that that's all on the thumb drive, I believe. And mm, he mm-hmm. while he's looking th- for for donors, he's talking to the dummy who he is now dressed in some of Alex's clothes. And he sometimes it's a dummy, and then sometimes she comes to life in his mind as Alex, and she talks to him about how he's helping her. Um, find a, a heart donor. She, he, he's looking with the under the rare blood type. So he starts clicking through. He finds one girl. He's like, oh, this guy smokes. That's no good for heart disease. This person drinks too much. They're living. Yeah. And he finds this lady who's named, named Gail and she's 35. She has the right blood type. He looks her up and he says she's pretty. And then he fantasizes that Alex gets offended by that. And he says, oh. don't you worry. She's too old for me. <laughs> she's 35. I mean, I love that. Yeah, more less than twice his age, or I can't do the math, but whatever. It's like he too old. I mean, she's a pretty girl in my head. I'm like, this is where I'm like, just throw yourself a bone, Doctor Eric Roberts. I mean, you know, you could have a night with her, even if you are going to murder her and use her heart. Yeah, which he writes to her. Can't wait mm-hmm. to meet you. Hoping I can steal your heart. Thinking that he's. And he's just, oh. yeah, he's just witty. Um, big pun guy, big wordplay. I dig it so much. Big wordplay guy. Well, they they go out, so he meets her, and, and he goes out on a date with her, whatever. And by the way, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'd be best friends with her. We'd be best friends with her. She's oh my just God. tossing back shots at this dive bar, and you the know be- that was the best part. I love that this girl. They meet for a first date. He has a glass of wine, and she has like four empty shot glasses in front of her. Like, if you go on a date, you would normally have maybe a glass of wine or a cocktail. It's right. Co- it is. An, it's a choice to just do shots with a stranger while he sips <laughs> it. That's how you get to know each other. But it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was hilarious. But the only thing that would have made it more sad slash funny was if she was like, it's my birthday or something. You know what I mean? That's that's when you do shots and that's it. No, I'm oh my God. I mean, whatever. Do them whenever you want. But she talks about herself. She's like, um, she's like, oh, yeah, I, um, you know, some guys are intimidated by me. And then she throws back a shot and then she just lets out a huge burp. And she goes, maybe that's why I'm she goes, maybe that's why I'm single. And then she lets out a huge burp. And he's like, mm. you could see him just being like, God, oh. you are you bad, disgusting woman. <laughs> it was so, so funny. And what I also love, we've talked about this. We know Eric Roberts is in on the joke with these movies. Like we just know it. You can yeah. tell. But the fact that you've got this kind of hot 35-year-old woman who meets up with a guy on a blind date and isn't like, oh, you could be my dad's dad. You know what I mean? Like, she's like, I just want to fuck. And so it's just, I love that they let this go on. And so they go back to his place, which is the dead nurse's place. Yeah. She goes, it's a little feminine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a lady named Chris, not a man named Chris. And then she's just trying, he's like making her a drink and I don't know if he was going to drug or whatever, but then he sees that she has handcuffs on her, uh, whatever, belt loop, loop, belt, Mm -hmm. I said pant loop, but yeah. Yeah. She's like downing drinks and like, yeah. Yeah. And then she starts like undressing and dancing all sexy and he he sees the handcuffs and he's like, why do you carry handcuffs? She goes, all cops do. And then like spins around and the badge is sitting on like the front of her pants. I'm like, is that how they, 
do they always do they always wear handcuffs? She says she's a detective, she tells him. And now he's yeah. like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, I can't kill. Even Eric Roberts knows he can't kill a detective. Right. Even he's not that fucking crazy. He knows that's going to be too, too red flag. He can't use her heart. Uh, so he like, what's he? Oh, he's what he pretends he gets a page because he's a doctor or whatever. Right. Or nurse, yeah. whatever. He wants her so out he's of like, the I house. gotta go. Yeah. Rain check. Blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, Alex and her boyfriend had snuck out of the house um, and gone to a party. Yes. So where Alex is um, starting to dance and she's drinking and the boyfriend kind of starts off like, I don't know, Alex, like, like you should just. Take it slow. I'm not sure we should be doing this. And then and then they just have to keep showing clips of them at this party and her heart racing. And Dr. Eric Roberts knows because he does have the thing on her, his phone. So he knows that her heart's going up, but he can't also just like show up at this party because even again, sometimes he reels it in and knows that that showing would be- ama- amazing restraint. It's true. Like huge restraint. So mm-hmm. instead he calls the mom and he's like, Hey, um, I'm getting some, I'm sorry to call so late, but I'm getting some weird readings from Alex's heart monitor. Can you check on her? And then the mom goes in the room, sees that she's gone. Um, and then she, she's like, I'm going to find her or whatever. And so she goes (laughs) to the party. I don't even know how she found her. Fucking pajama pants and all just stomps right up. No big deal. (laughs) She stomps up into the middle of the party and starts screaming at everybody. And she's like, you guys could have killed her because at this point she is having an episode, clutching her chest, wheezing. And she screams at everyone, none of you care. And they're all like, we kind of don't. Like, we, they don't, I don't even think they knew she was yeah. there, to be honest with you. She didn't even talk to anyone else at the party. Also, like, if you're going to die, dan- if you're going to die dancing, die dancing, you know? I mean, she just went full on. I mean, I she acted like she'd never... She acted like she'd never been a teenager at a party before. Like, you just found out you have this issue. I, I don't know. It just was sort of like, whatever. Okay, fun. It was <laughs> well, just yeah. sort of, dumb, you know, like, well, okay, blah, blah, blah. Well, Eric Roberts is like in the woods call- and on the phone with her. And he's like, okay, you know, um, just would- I know you're upset, but you need to calm her down. They don't know that he's in the woods watching the whole thing. But he's like... <laughs> I know you're angry, but you got to calm her down. Just tell her you love her and tell her it's going to be okay. So the mom does that so that her episode, heart episode goes away, I guess. But then they get home and then the mom's just screaming at her again. <laughs> like, yeah, you could have died. And I'm sorry yeah. that I embarrassed you, but whatever, you could have died. And I'm like, well, um, I think her heart's going to start racing again. I think he told you to be nice, but he's there by now because he says, I'll meet you at the house. And then it gets like a little, not dramatic, but then like, Alex is mad at Dr. Beck for quotes ratting her out. And then she's like, I just want to live. Like, we know that I don't have a heart coming. You know, I just want to, if I'm going to be here, I don't want to be like dad. Yeah. I don't want to die trapped to the bed like dad, she said. But like, didn't dad, I mean, I feel like she found out about this issue with her, with her heart like 10 minutes ago. You know, it's like, I mean, it hasn't been, I mean, give it a little time. I mean, you're on a donor list. I don't, I don't think that shit happens overnight. You know, know. why are we giving up? And she's like, this is her swan song to dance at some shitty high school party. (laughs) I mean, come on. I want more for you, Alex. We want you to have bigger goals. Go to book a trip or something. I was going to say, go live in Cabo with a 60, late 60s, early 70s man who will treat you like gold okay if you want to live your your final 
years or months in the best way possible. That's what I would do. She's talking about Dr. Albert Beck, guys, because he has yeah, a place in Cabo, in case you oh, didn't know. Um, I'm going to go there. Look, I'm as fucking crazy as, <laughs> as Albert Beck. I'm like, that's where I really want to end up, Sarah, through all this. It's okay. Well, he, um, and then he's kind of like comforting to the mom after that, after, she, you know, the daughter storms off or whatever and goes to bed. And she's kind of comforting the mom. I'm like, God, if you could just be a little normal, you could probably maybe date the mom and just have a nice life. But that's exact it's just. I had. It's not what he wants, Mary. It's not what he wants, Mayor Bear. I mean, she's not even, she She would still be too young for him in the eyes of, like, you know, not really. I'm just going to be like, in society. No, in him. Yeah. 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 And it's like, but that she's, she's just, she's gross and old. I mean, what is she? Maybe <laughs> yeah. 35, 36. I don't fucking know. 40, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe 40. He's just, yeah. that's just not his thing. Okay. That's Ugh. 22 too many years on some, Old used up one. pussy. Nobody <laughs> wants that. You know, uh, it's like, good Lord. Well, anyway. he's upset that she's mad at him. So she brings him, he brings her this, he's upset that she's mad at him. So he brings her this gift bo- music box. It was like, they showed it in the beginning. She has this music box that's broken, but her dad gave it to her. So she holds on to it, even though it's not working. So, he finds another one for her and brings it to her. And at first she's kind of like, oh, this is a little much. You can't really get me a gift. And he's like, no, my job is to help you heal and bringing you things that will make you happy is what helps you heal. And I just thought he is wonderful. He is. I mean, he's he's not lying, you know? I mean, he really only wants what's best for her. And I just want to know what's wrong with that. <laughs> Okay, so now we get into the 911 call. Now people are starting to get a little more concerned about the 911 call that that nobody knows how it was made from inside her own house. So she gets a call, Maggie, the mom gets a call from the 911 operator who took the call. And she's like, it, it came from your daughter's phone. It didn't come from a passersby phone. And it was a man and he sounded older and that he had medical knowledge. And She's like, huh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, nobody comes to mind, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I mean, it's like she must really suck at the game. Guess who? Because they just fucking described Nurse Chris slash Eric Roberts slash Dr. Albert Beck. And she's like, wait a second. This seems weird. Oh, my no. God revelation at all nothing she was just kind of like huh and hangs up and i'm like the fucking second that you tell me that a phone call that i don't know how it got made came from inside my own house on my daughter's phone and it was not her and we don't know you're i'm i'm off to the police i'm (laughs) she was just like all right well i gotta go renovate this thing and i'll talk (laughs) i I gotta go look at fucking paint samples see ya (laughs) like yeah it was just so bizarre but i mean i in the moment of me watching this movie i'm like oh no he's been found out because she's like it the 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 dispatcher's like it was an older man with medical knowledge who yeah i'm like oh she in just nothing not even Nothing. a, not even a, in fact, she actually cons, cons, consults, Jesus, consults with Eric back about who could this be, right? <laughs> yeah. Mag, Maggie, the mom's like, hey, I thought, I thought she was going to confront him and be like a little suspicious of him, but she's like, <laughs> 
she's like, hey, anybody come to mind? You know, well, yeah, an older no, not man. only that. This is after, and this is after she oh, finally she, finds she went the, up into the attic and she yeah. found, and she found the clothes that say Abernathy <laughs> mental patient or whatever. And it was it was like, probably like a men's medium, like just. <laughs> it was it was like she finds the clothes up there and she never because now she's kind of like god someone how could someone be in this house and she sees like the attic i don't think she's ever been up there like also i love that he just left those clothes up there he didn't think about maybe getting rid of them (laughs) in case someone ever wants to take a jaunt Uh up to the attic so and when she found those she says to 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 nurse nurse chris slash albert beck slash dr eric roberts hey um she doesn't show him the clothes at least that much she didn't do but she's like hey have you noticed anyone weird that doesn't seem like maybe they belong here or maybe that they could be like also living in this house and he's like nope no idea what you're talking about and she's like cool i don't either gotta hmm." i mean yeah i just (laughs) just wondering no reason just curious now in the meantime of this before that happened there's just a really fun scene that we do have to discuss um yeah, he quickly he finds a guy that's a, the the right match heart donor since he couldn't do it with the detective since she was well a detective, um and it's a it's a psychiatrist so he makes an appointment <laughs> with the psychiatrist that he is going to obviously kill and take the heart of to save sweet Alex okay so he you goes have to, to make sacrifices for love Sarah that's all I'm going to say so he ta- so he talks to the psychiatrist and he's like. Um, it's just a funny scene where he's like, I, some, I, sometimes I have violent thoughts and the doctor's like, okay, um, what kind are they? And he's like, well, I just want to hurt like other people, but sometimes you have to do it for people that you love. And he, the doctor's like, huh, I might need to put you on some medication. Um, and every alarm bell in the world is going off that this guy's a fucking psychopath. And the, do- and the doctor is just, obviously I understand he's a psychiatrist. He deals with some crazy shit, I guess, but in the in the middle of of Dr. Eric Roberts telling him all his insane thoughts about how he should he needs to kill people, he gets up to do something, and it seems like it's going to be something important because he turns his back oh. to this bat, this insane patient who just came in his office out of nowhere. He turns his back. It's to straighten like his medical degree on his wall. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. turns out this guy's got fucking OCD, which again, <laughs> I know people who have it, but that's what causes him to get clocked. Clocked. He gets, Eric Roberts picks up some sort of big thing in his office and just beans him in the head with it and ties him up and <laughs> puts him in a truck because that's how, and then he's going to take him to the abandoned hospital because that's where he's going to get his heart. I'll um, tell you, no one has Eric Roberts' upper body strength. The way he manages to get these lifeless bodies in and out of trunks is just so encouraging for other people who want to do that, <laughs> but don't go to the gym. I just think it's wonderful. I love it. <laughs> it really is encouraging for people who want to do that. Um, yeah. You know, don't give up on your dreams. If you want to get full-size men into the trunk of your car because but you don't feel... Yeah. Well, the guy, the guy ends up, while Dr. Eric Roberts is in the abandoned hospital, kind of getting ready, I guess, to set up his... Um, place for to make a heart transplant happen for some reason gail has come by she like was following him or something and so for some reason she gail from the the girl the girl the 35 year old detective for some reason she was like following him but it turns out she was never following him because she was suspicious of him so i just thought that was kind of strange but i was confused by that okay go ahead yeah i guess it was just so that we could know that she knows where this abandoned hospital is um 
but she didn't see anything suspicious. She didn't see the guy in the trunk or anything. So she just kind of like sees it and drives off. And I'm like, what the fuck was the point of that? (laughs) Yeah, I was really confused because I thought, oh, did they, was she a detective in real life on the date? But I don't think so. No, I mean, like, I think she was like a detective who's now stalking a guy who's blown her off. I feel like that's what was happening. Right. Who didn't want to fuck. And she did. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, while he is getting the thing ready, the guy get work. The doctor who he's going to take the heart from has worked his way out of the trunk, and he's standing in the middle of the road, screaming. Oh. And Doctor Eric Roberts is just come back. He's like, just come on back. And and the guy's like, no, you're going to go to jail for the rest of your life, and you're a fucking crazy, narcissistic psychopath. And then he, and then he goes ah, and a semi just smacks him. Nowhere. <laughs> Just her and just over top of them. I mean, it was. I it's another one that I put on the Are You My Podcast um, Instagram stories. It made me LOL. If again, I'm just gonna keep it, saying LOL because it made me. It, it's true though. You say LOL I when guffawed. you genuinely mean. Yeah, exactly. Because it was. It came out of nowhere. And it had a little bit of, I mean, even though it was a, a very big massacre and a murder <laughs> or whatever, it was fun. There was, was some there was some levity to it. A little bit of, yeah, it was it, really fun. Oh, it made me so happy. And then, he, and then he's like, and Eric Roberts has like almost no reaction to watching someone just get plowed over by a semi. He goes, oh, well, that hurts no good now. And just <laughs> hobbles back into the... <laughs> I mean, a man with a plan. He's not going to get distracted. He just knows I can't use it now. You know? Yeah. On to the next. Well, yeah. and on to the next it is, because luckily he overhears, back at the house, he overhears Scott, the boyfriend, telling Alex that they have the same blood type, and that means they're really meant to be together. And God forbid if anything ever did happen to him, he would want her to have his heart. And yeah. Dr. Eric Roberts is like, oh, my God, this whole time? Yep. Sometimes the thing you're looking for is right in front of you. And it was Scott. And uh, problem solved, thinks Dr. Eric Roberts. That's right. So what happens, Mary? Yeah. So he overhears it. And he, uh, (laughs) well, this, so he goes down and he makes some tea. uh, And he pretends he doesn't know Chris is over. So he walks up to Alex's room He's got two cups of tea. He's put the poison or whatever the fuck that sedative or whatever in it. And he's like, oh, Chris, I didn't know you're here. Have my tea. Chris drinks a, some gulps of tea and he is uh, like down like a sack of potatoes when Alex gets out of the bathroom. That's when she shrieks for nurse Chris. And it made the hair on the back of my neck stand because it <laughs> felt really weird. Um, and then that's when he like comes clean because he this isn't one of his more self-aware moments, but he tells no. Alex, he's like, hey, everything's coming up us because <laughs> here's your heart. It's Scott. He's been here the whole time. And then he's also like, hey, and remember that guardian angel I told you about that called 911? That was me. And he thinks that this is all going to um, work to his advantage, but. Uh, it doesn't really. She sees him as crazy and she's getting all upset and then passes out because her heart's upset. Her can't take it. Yeah, it's um, her heart's upset. Yeah, he <laughs> he definitely is one who really it takes these moments of keeping his heart cards close to the vest, not admitting that it was him, not saying that he was the one that gave the flowers in these moments where he wants to. But boy, when he spills it all, he spills it. And 
He's um, open kimono, Sarah. <laughs> sensitive people are open kimono, and I happen to understand that because I am one. Yeah, he goes real open kimono, and sh- and she mm-hmm. is not having the reaction he hoped that she would have. She, um, she tries to hit him with a, a trophy and run out of the she house. She does get him pretty good too, and I'll tell you, he didn't even waver. No, she got him pretty good in the head, and he was like, oh. in the head. I think mm-hmm. he just went Ur, and <laughs> shook that off. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a Another tough day at the office. <laughs> He's got a uh, tough cranium, that guy. And uh, and then, yeah, she passes out and he says, don't worry, I'm going to fix this. Now, meanwhile, the mother has brought the um, Abernathy Mental the Hospital jumpsuit, jumpsuit mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to the police station. And the, the cop goes to get someone, a detective. And who's the detective that gets to see this? It's Gail. Gail. The drinker burper lady. Yeah, she really locks out the mom there with this because if any of you, I mean, I remember trying to go get like, do not park here signs from my local police station uh, when I was moving. And, you know, you can't talk to anyone, but she locks out, finds the exact woman that she needs, this detective. Yeah. And she starts feeding her information and they start looking into this fire at this uh, mental hospital. And so they start digging or whatever. And I don't, how do they decide that? Well, they start pulling up. There, She's like, oh, she's like, yes. do you, she's like, some, some of the people are missing. So then Maggie's like, well, can you see, can I see photos of them? Cause like maybe whoever, I want to know if I've seen whoever's missing because they have been living in my attic. So maybe someone will look familiar. And yeah. So they start going through patients that are missing and it's like kind of like a bad cartoon character of like what crazy people look like. Like every photo is just like it was like a a real over the top. Yeah. 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 And then um, and which was just kind of like ridiculous. But and then they get to Dr. Eric Roberts, Albert Beck. And at the same time, they both go, what the fuck? So, yeah, for different reasons. Right. So this is when I was aware, like, no, Gail was never following because she was suspicious, suspicious of him. She finds out at the exact same moment that Maggie does that this guy's crazy. So, oh, boy. Now Gail's like, let's go get this guy. She is they go straight. She knows where he lives because she well, was she's over like there. Less, less of a detective and more of like a lover scorned. <laughs> oh, you totally. know, it's like she's pissed off that he didn't want to have sex with her more than he's a fucking crazy person who got out of a mental hospital. No, she is. In fact, at some point, she's like, uh, and if if you can get him, get him alive, and or let me get the motherfucker or something. And I'm like, uh, just I keep. <laughs> He wasn't even rude to you. He was nice to you on the date. You're really polite. You're the one that got wasted and burped and he wouldn't even have sex. He didn't even like have sex with you. I mean, right. Gail's got a a chip on gentleman. (laughs) I know. Gail's Gail's a self-saboteur. She needs to talk to somebody. Yeah. Well, they go to the house because she again, she knows where he lives. And um, and they obviously he's not there and the mom is like where could he be and her daughter's cell phone was there i think alex's cell phone and um and that's when gail's like i have an idea because now she's like well i saw him go to an abandoned hospital and thought nothing of it before but now maybe my detective ears are perking up um yeah yeah so she's thinking oh god they must be there so they're headed there and meanwhile at the hospital oh boy she alex is not she is screaming and yelling, but it's having no effect on her heart at all. I think her heart's healed. You're right. 
it was very traumatic. I mean, she's very jazzed, very upset, hysterical. And also, how much tea did Scott drink? Because unless he gave him something else, I guess. But I mean, he, this kid, this, he's really out. He was really out. Yeah. He couldn't even walk at one point. So I guess like, okay, the mom and the detective get there or whatever. And then Alex is screaming. And then Dr. Eric Roberts walks out of the room for a minute. And Alex sort of frees her, is able to free one of her arms and rip out a tube from Scott. And he sort of wakes up, but he can't walk. And I mean, because obviously now she's based, they were strapped to tables. She gets herself free because she hears her mom running in. Now, the mom runs in like a fucking idiot. And and I and she can't find them at first, but Gail's like, wait, come back here, because Gail's the detective. She's like, I have a gun and stuff. Like, wait for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the mom is just, you know, wanting to go save her daughter. So it was all just kind of a cluster. But obviously, Alex made herself get free from the table. Like you said, she pulled us off Scott. Now again, she's screaming and yelling, and she's like, you're not going to do this to me. You're not going to cut his heart out and put it in mine. And. And then she's trying to help Alex, I mean, Scott walk, because like you said, he's so drugged. None of this is having any effect on her heart. I just want to reiterate that. None. (laughs) I know I basically just repeated what you said, but none of it was making her It's a really valid point. None of the little beeps with the weren't going off on the GPS thing or anything for, for the doctor there, Eric Beck. She was just totally calm, cool, and collected as far as her heart was concerned in this moment. Yeah, she, I mean, she did a little, a little dance at a party and, and went straight, <laughs> went straight to the ground. I mean, this—you <laughs> you would think the weight of uh, of thinking that your heart was about to be cut out and and your boyfriend's was going to replace it and, and that he can't walk and all of a sudden her heart's real strong. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just. Cured. I can't take them. And then he, he's like, I'm doing this for us. Why don't you know? He's yelling at her to come back. Bro, I'm doing this for us. And I'm like, where are the cops and the mom? They all ran in the building. Where are this they? It didn't seem like that big of a hospital. Or also when, when, when Eric Beck was canvassing for a place for his surgeries to take place, it didn't seem like he went that far before he found an OR type room <laughs> with a couple couple no, tables in it. It was like and, right and, by and the exit. <laughs> it, it's like the detectives, it was an opposite day. They, it's like they looked one way and ran the other. I have no idea how how it took that much time. I, why didn't they just stay together? I can only guess that Gail was a little hungover or something. And that's why oh. she, she was taking her so long to get, get into the that's hospital. Possible. She probably found an old water fountain. It was just like hover, just, <laughs> just trying to hydrate, you know, like, I'll be right there. You guys, I just, yeah. But they do finally catch up to him. And um, the mom says, you, he says, look, I'm just trying to save her. And for a second, we think the mom's going to be like, all right, maybe you should go ahead. But instead, yeah. She's, yeah. Instead, she's like, well, you're going to have to kill me first. And he goes, oh, come on. Like, I didn't want to have to do this, lady. You know, that, I loved when he goes, well, oh, come I, on. Oh, come on. Because he's a good guy at heart. At heart. And then he says, fine. So he gets like some syringe and comes towards her. And this is like the big climax that Gail comes running in and she goes, oh, hell, oh, hey. And he goes, oh, hey, Gail. Hey, sexy. How about that rain check? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, a charmer till the end he is, you know, he's just, oh, what a catch. And then he shoots, they struggle and he shoots Gail. We have officer down, officer down. And guess who? 
got out, got out of the hospital with no cops seeing him. Fucking Dr. Eric Roberts. I mean, he is like the wind in the night. Okay. I, I don't know how he does it. Well, because that's, I sort of really dug that because he and Gail are struggling. We know she has the gun. Then they go into a room. We can't see. We just, like you said, and I'm doing the same thing and repeating, but like they, we hear a gunshot and then we're like, oh, which, who, who got shot? You know, and then you hear officer down and he's fucking, he's out. He's like a, out. a, a ninja. Yeah. He's peace out. Yeah. And, for a second, I'm thinking, okay, we're probably not going to see him again. I'm not sure we're going to see him again. But yes. that, and they did. They went ahead. Gail died. They killed her. They had her die. And apparently she, since she was the you know, the reason he found her in the first place is because she was going to be a, a match for Alex. So now Alex is going to get her new heart. We see uh, Alex's corpse on one side, or Gail's corpse on one side of the hospital and Alex on the other one, and they're about to do the operation. And I'm like, is that how that works? Do you see the corpse like laying there before you get a heart? Is yeah. that work? We like want that? you to be really appreciative. So we're going to make you look <laughs> at the dead body of the person whose organs you are lucky enough to receive. I mean, yeah, that, that was a lot. You it know? was a lot. And she's about to go under and then they say, doctor, the doctor's here. And you see like the back and you see there and then he it's Dr. Albert Beck and he looks down and he's like, don't worry. And she's like, somebody help. She's trying to say help me, but the anesthesia is kicking in and she's just out and Mm. she wakes Mm. up. I mean, it was a powerful moment. It really was. I, I didn't know. Like, was this a dream? I don't know. She wakes up. She's in the hospital room. And her mom's there and the boyfriend's Scott. Well, is he there? I think so. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And he's like, um, she's like, no, doctor, back to the surgery. Doctor, back to the surgery. And her mom's like, no, honey, you're fine. You're back. Everything's great. And then a, the, a real doctor comes in and says, oh, funny little thing. Um, good news is uh, your surgery was a, a huge success. But weird kind of bad thing is, is they found the surgeon who was supposed to do your surgery bound and gagged in the men's bathroom. <laughs> so turns out he didn't do the surgery. Turns out fucking nurse Chris, Dr. Albert Beck did the surgery. Yeah. And, it's Cause they ugh. all think she's hallucinating. I was hallucinating. Right. And then they're all like, Oh my God. And, and, and that doctor, I mean, he was so casual about it. He's like, yeah, I don't, I mean, someone just, yeah. someone else just cut open your heart and put it in there. I mean, I don't know. God, that's a, we never had that before, you know. Well, he's so <laughs> it, it was literally like he's like, yeah, like bad news is I know you don't really like, you know, chicken. So good news <laughs> is we have fillet of fish sandwiches for dinner. Like he was just literally saying the most mundane thing. And she said, he said he was going to save me, and he did. I mean, he won. He did. He won her over in the end emotionally. He really did. And the and I thought it was going to end there, but instead they want us mm. to know that it looks like number six is coming because they show stalked by my doctor six, and because they show him basically he's hitchhiking, and who's who makes a big return in this one is Jimmy Buffett, Eric Roberts. Oh, his alter I was ego. so happy to see him. Yeah, his his. Like uh, more morally sound subconscious, his uh, drinking a pina colada, wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and man, I missed him. Yeah, he's his alter ego that appeared in the in the last one that we recapped that Mary dubbed as Jimmy Buffett, Eric Roberts, and 
a trucker, a trucker picks him up and he says, you know, I would normally not, he, you know, he only picks up the regular Eric Roberts because Jimmy Buffett is an imaginary, imaginary person. His alter right. ego trucker can't see him. Unfortunately, I wish he could because he's fun, but he is. the trucker says, I normally don't pick up hitchers, but you look like a nice guy. And, <laughs> and then Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> Eric Roberts, they end on him going, whispering to Eric Roberts, the regular one, his alter ego goes, Hey, you want to ask him if he has any teenage daughters? <laughs> I mean, I, as you would say, fucking LOL'd. I thought that was so perfect. And then uh, I, can't wait till the next one. I, I mean, mean, there they, were so they, many endings that I would have been satisfied with, and they just kept going, kept going, and I applaud them. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and so we, oh. I, we're going to have a six, guys. That's for sure. Yeah, we are. And and hopefully we find out about it a little bit ahead of time. But either way, I hope that Eric Roberts is is hobbling to set right now filming it. <laughs> and I love him so much. That's all I want. We so. love you, Eric. We love uh. you so much. Oh, boy. So 90 day fiance happily ever after week one, Sarah. Holy, I mean, you know, I I want to say holy shit, but it was a good recap and it was good for me because I open kimono shared with you that I didn't watch the most recent one. I'm huge 90 day and I'm, I'll get back into it, but I only know a couple of couples. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So we don't have a ton obviously to discuss because it was mostly, um, a recap of a ton of drama, I should say, to discuss because it was mostly a recap, letting everyone sort of catching everyone up. It does from the previews. It looks like it's going to be quite a fun season for sure. Oh, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, we're going to delve in. But and they had like, uh, of course, they have Angela and Michael, Angela and Michael. And my favorite. They kind of recapped who, who they are and. Um, she's like the OG to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's not the OG, but she's one of the OG. She's been on it for a while. Everyone, she's one of the people, my feelings about Angela are, there are times when I want to wring her neck because I'm like, mm-hmm. can you just stop being so pushy, pushy, pushy and telling everyone like, well, it's just, you know, when you're in another yeah. country, sometimes they feel, but other parts, other times I'm like, oh, she just actually is, like when her mom was dying, maybe it was last season. It was really sad. And there's just like, you see these moments of humanity with her, with her, that she's so sweet too. Yeah. So yeah. I get, so she like both infuriates me and then I want to hang out with her. So I have always, right. I have right. like a, always a mixed sort of battling feeling about Angela. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh my God, Angela, stop it. And then other times I'm like, yes, I don't know. It just drives. She like is that person to me. Well, it's funny because even in the the seasons that I'd seen with her, like that she that sort of level of disrespect she is comfortable showing at times. I'm like, shut up, like stop it, you know. But then, like, she does have a heart the size of the globe. You can tell. I totally. I just want to say, I mean, I know. So you know, again at the tell all, she shared that she's getting she'd put on some weight or you know COVID or whatever, and she's getting um. It was a gastric bypass or the sleeve or whatever. Yeah. And my favorite thing is when she's telling her grandkids and she's like, Meemaw's getting fatter for unknown reasons. And then the camera crew gets the kids and they're like, why do you think? And the, all, the kids are just naming cupcakes, cake, birthday cake, cakes, ice cream, candy canes. And it's like, 
Um, the reasons are known, Angela. Okay? <laughs> As someone who, who has a bit of a cake addiction herself, uh, I, I'm not sitting here going, I just can't get the weight off. And you just see a pile of Domino's boxes by the garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I know why. I mean, yeah. it's not a yeah. secret. You know, yeah, but. she, God lover, is not one to look out for her own health very much. We can all Mm-mm. agree on this. She smokes, chain smokes, cigarettes at a, at an incredible level. Um, one of my- uh, that one she had after the flight to California, and this one made me want to go buy a pack of cigarettes so bad. I'm not even like she she that deep rip when you're like, deep pull after a long flight. I mean, I'm not gonna. Say I know, I don't like miss she went that, to but. she went to L. A. to get the surgery, and um, the doctor had told her all this stuff that she has to do. You have to fast, and you can't smoke, and you need all. And she and she was just like, well, I fasted. Um, as long as I could, but then I got hungry and I'm like, but that's not fasting <laughs> like that. <laughs> I also, I also think cause she, it's like, if you've ever like fibbed with anything like that to a doctor, cause she's like, she's like, oh yeah, I just all liquids yesterday. I was so weak and this morning in my stomach and then I just couldn't handle it. I had a little bit of eggs and then you're like, oh, okay, well, and then she's like, a little bit of grits. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> that was the and best. She's like, little bit of sausage. I don't think anybody's ever had a little bit of sausage. I don't no. think that exists. You no. either fucking have sausage or you don't have sausage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And grits too. As a lady from the South, I can tell you when you get your hands on some grits, you eat oh. those grits. And she, Angela, <laughs> I bet she makes good grits. I'm going to go ahead and just assume uh, that like was really funny. with her. Oh, I know. It's like when you right after it's like when your doctor tells you that, um, or asks you about your, how many drinks do you think you have a week? And you're like, like three. And they're like, that's it. And you're like, definitely. And then you oh, know, yeah. you, it's definitely not at all. She was kind of doing <laughs> and then that. You mumble, you mumble today, but yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. She she's, was not ready. And there's mm-hmm. a big, they're obviously going to be talking about, they were talking about in this episode, her, his, they were showing his family being concerned that she is spending money on this surgery when she could be spending money on getting pregnant, which I don't think at this point, I think they've kind of made it clear. She even went to a doctor that she's, she's not able to have any more children. I think right. from, if I recall correctly, they showed like she, she explored it and I don't think her eggs te- tested and she wants a donor and, she said something because she was wanting her to use one of her daughter's eggs, I believe, from right. The, so I, so I don't know why his family is still hung up on this idea that it, it maybe it, maybe the the family meant um, she should be paying for a surrogate or something instead of. But I was sort of like, I get it. These, these people, the 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 family, and they really want her the him to have his own blood kid, and so does he blood kid. You know what I mean? Like kid, yeah, his yeah, own. yeah, and. And so does he, and that's okay, uh, obviously. But then you're you're not with the person that can make that happen for you. Well, it's like I guess it's like how long has this been on? I mean, again, you you referred to her as an OG kind of of this of this franchise of shows. It's like, guys, we knew this was a problem. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah. she's she's gonna be fifty five right now. This isn't her just being difficult. 
you know? Yeah. No, I yeah, mean, there's like, no, she wants to, too. Like, she's, yeah. she, like, explored as many options as she can. Like, she wants to as well, but they don't, see, they don't seem to be, <laughs> to be getting it. They don't seem yeah. to be picking up that she isn't going to be able to do it. Maybe they, I think she said something about, like, she couldn't be spending this money on a surrogate and trying to make herself sexy. But at the same time, I don't know that, I, I mean, she definitely is, is overweight and it's going to be good for her to find to lose some, however that has to happen. So it's also probably well, it's for like her for longevity. Yeah. I mean, for her to like, you know, for her to eke out another 20, 30 years. I mean, I say that again as someone who has <laughs> no false whatever of, of living to be a hundred. But yeah, I mean, it's, it. you could tell she knows she wants to be there for her grandkids and stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, she knows it would help her health. I know. That's when I really like her is when she talks about being a Meemaw. It's like very I sweet. I know. I do um, have a tough time with the word Meemaw. Is that from where you grow up? It's a lot of people from in the South say it. Um, yeah. Yeah. A bunch of my, uh, some of my cousins called my grandma Meemaw. So. Meemaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never, I'm, I I like it. I mean, it's new to me. I'm learning. It's okay. You know, you don't have to like everything. My nephew calls my mom G-Ma, which is kind of cute. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I like yeah. G-Ma. I never yeah. heard G-Ma until now. But they will see. So that's obviously going to be the big drama for them is going to be the pregnancy thing and his family accepting it or not and the surgery and whether or not she can fast when, when told. Oh, um, my God. I mean, I just see her smoking in her fucking hospital bathroom. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's one where it's like I and she sort of said that and she's like, I hope in the car or the ride from the airport. She's like, I hope she's like, this is occurring to me. I hope I I hope this goes okay because I don't follow rules. Like I just yeah. don't, you know, I don't have the willpower to follow. And I, I hope she does. Yeah, I feel like they wouldn't. They're going to be very specific of not doing anything. That if if she didn't fast or whatever, right, they'll be like, true, well, then you have to true. do it another day. I mean, they're going to hopefully anyway. Um, and then the another couple that's on this season's Jovi and Yara, who I don't think you knew who they were, right? No. Yes. So I mean, they, yes, no. Sorry. <laughs> if you can go back and watch, then you would enjoy it. It's Jovi is um, he they live in New Orleans and he is just a guy who likes to party and drink and have fun. And she is she got pregnant last season and okay. that and then so, so that really sucked the fun out of her. She started being real <laughs> mad about him wanting to ever have fun, which I mean, I don't blame her. She was like, I came to live here and then you go out and I'm like stuck here pregnant and all you do is wander around New Orleans getting drunk. And oh. he's just kind of like, but she can be kind of bitchy. They're, they're, they're going to be fun to watch. Like I, they do have a baby now, so that'll be interesting. But it was like, they went to Vegas to get married because I think it was because of COVID or something. Oh, that's right. Cause they, cause they were like, they couldn't have their normal wedding and all this stuff. So they decided to go to Vegas and just bring a few friends and, it was like the night before they left, he went out with some friends and she's like, don't stay out late. Don't get hung over because we have to leave at like three o'clock in the morning or some shit. And <laughs> well, and don't whatever. And don't be gross, you know. And of course, he's like drunk out all night and gets goes into like a pri- <laughs> private room in it in it with a stripper uh, at a bachelor at a at a strip club. Like and check, check, check. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the things. So oh. they are always kind of arguing um, about that stuff. And 
But he, they do. It was funny because when they got to Vegas and they were like getting married, after she was annoyed with him, but then sort of let it go, they ended up. You could kind of tell they were getting back to like they do seem to love each other. Yeah. So, which is good well, since they have a baby. <laughs> well, right. It's so funny though, where whenever you want to sort of like count count a couple out or be like on any of these fucking shows, then you see like a little twinge of like well wait maybe you know and that's why we hang on yeah i don't feel like they showed much about them so we'll just have to see what's going to happen with that couple did you i might go back even though i don't need to i might go back and watch that but we'll yeah we'll see yeah and then kalani and asuelu who they have been on a while um and they met in he's samoan i always say it wrong is it Samoa? he's from sam she says Samoa, I think, when she says yes, it. Is that the right I, way to pronounce it? I've only known Samoan, and I have to... It's about Girl Scout cookies for me, because I'm don't. <laughs> i not a cultured gal at all. But yeah, she's, I thought that really stood out to me, Samoa instead they, of Samoa. And I thought, wow, that's neat. Yeah, I feel like with this couple, and I, I, they're, I love him. He's very sweet, but he is just not at all prepared for being a dad and and living and all these things like he he they they're one of their big fights last year last season and it was rough because it was like his mom is like you the you're supposed to take care of me that's how our culture works uh, yeah and Oops. hey that is, if that's how their culture works that's how it works like i understand but she was basically like saying that they needed to be giving all their money to her and her and her family and her father and like and Kalani was like bitch we have kids like I can't yeah and he doesn't work like he barely I think he has a job now but she's like at the time he wasn't work he wasn't even allowed to yet I think in the U.S. and the guy is the guy is a sweet guy but usually he's playing video games when he could be doing anything else like it's just (laughs) not it's yeah (laughs) yeah. he's so not a hustler real breadwinner in him yeah no not a hustler the opposite of hustler i feel like he's it their kids are adorable and and obviously they they've been together this long like she's decided to make it work because she said she i think they they, she even said in this episode because last time we saw them it was like we weren't sure it was going to work because it was like like a blow up with the family that the sister tried, like his sister tried to like, she, like punch. lunged at her, <laughs> yeah, didn't was, she? I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And all because they didn't want it. She doesn't want to hand over her bank account to them. It's like, we have to make our money too. We have to, the family. So also, it was, it's if he's not, I mean, I could be one thing if like he was rolling in it and just making a shit ton of money and they wanted in on that a little, but like, that's not the case. No, no, he has not figured out how to make money off of playing video games and, and hiding in the bedroom when Kalani is pissed off at him. That has not oh my God. brought them money, but he, I feel like there's one, one thing I will say that this show should teach a lot of people. You don't always have to marry the guy or girl that you bang on vacation. You don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's what this show should be called. Yeah. Back in my uh, single days, there was a, I had a couple vacation flings and I never Mm -hmm. once considered trying to talk to them afterwards. Or wanting to talk to them. Yeah, no, maybe you did. (gasps) Oh my God, this just reminded me. Okay. Oh my God, what? No, there was a guy who his name. Was, 
I like made out with this guy named Paco in, <laughs> in Mexico. And, and I think I let him go up my shirt, maybe. It was like, it wasn't a great moment for anyone because it was like, but it was like, you know, behind a restaurant or something. And he <laughs> went and grabbed a boob, whatever. It was just a drunken, but he was so hot. And it was just fun. It wasn't supposed to, but I, I almost made the same. I gave him my phone number and he used to, <laughs> he used to leave me messages from a payphone and be like, is Paco? And then he, and then he would leave a message that I couldn't understand because I don't speak Spanish. Sarah. <laughs> oh my God. That anyway. is amazing. How long was he um was he reaching out to you from a payphone? Do you I, think like just I, ballpark? I'd say like he probably gave it three or four tries, and then when I didn't return, I mean, a, I don't even know if you could call a payphone back. Um, and <laughs> well, I mean, I know you know you must really impress him with those tits. They are perky. <laughs> yeah, they're perky. I mean, you you've said it in your stand up act that they're. You know, they, you haven't won any awards, but you could. <laughs> yeah. If I recall. And, that's you know, right. that's nice. That's, yeah. you know, that's nice to know. And that he Paco- didn't even, he didn't even get, it was over the bra. Like he didn't even really get a feel for them. So they must have oh. felt nice that day. Or maybe he just wanted, maybe he just wanted to come live in California. I'm not sure. That is so fucking funny. Well, oh. and you clearly gave him the number when you were still sort of sauced up, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I can see how oh. this can happen is my point. <laughs> if I right, right. If I would have picked up those phone calls, things could be real different in my life right now. Well, I was going to say like the dumbest thing would think I'd men can't get pregnant because I'd be fucked. <laughs> 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 or, you know, I don't even know what that means, but we'll carry um, on. I like anyway, it. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the lesson folks but yeah you um, don't have to yeah just have a nice vacation it doesn't have to become a a prison sentence you know oh they we'll see i they didn't really um we'll see what's going to happen with them i just i I, obviously a lot of their issues stem from him being god bless him useless and in many situations when she needs help um, I feel like the one thing I and I don't have a ton to add to this couple, obviously, but like the fact that they so they went and looked at a house, they've got the two kids and the biggest problem they say is like living with her family and right. the, the sister and all this stuff. And they're and then they're looking at a house and it, oh, it's, you know, I don't know, three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. And they're oh, that's too much. We just need our own space. How about just rent an apartment together then? Like like rent do some because they're saying oh this is such a big commitment yeah you already have two kids why don't you just try with one of you getting an apartment and see how that goes you know i I don't understand why that can't be an option i know that's a good question i didn't think of that but they could at least start with that get their own space and and in an apartment and you have to sign you know get both your names on a mortgage you can you know whatever yeah Um, then we had Mike and Natalie. Coach, if anyone needs one, <laughs> yes, we had Mike and Natalie, and they. Um, so you said that you didn't see their latest season, which was this right. the season that just ended. Okay, there. So they, I, I always go back and forth on them because she is he a dick? That's what I well, want to know. It's like I used to think that she was a dick because she kind of like took the ring back and. 
and you know, gave him the ring back and all this stuff and then threw a fit when he was like, okay, she, it just seemed they, they, it's kind, they kind of outdick each other. It seems like every once in a while <laughs> because in they're the, a match made in heaven. Yeah. Because sometimes she always seemed so kind of bitchy to me, but then when she got to um, Washington in the last season, he basically it, coronavirus hit. Everything was crazy. She, he, there, the 90 days was approaching faster. She was going to have to leave the country. So like on the 89th day, they decide <laughs> they're just going to have a wedding at his house. And they like, he lives like out in the country and they were just going to have a wedding there. And then on that day, that morning, he basically told her he doesn't want to get married. And she freaks out. She gets like all her stuff, takes it with her. Um, she is crying and screaming about how she's going to have to, she doesn't even know if she can get back into her country. And the producer's like, I don't know if you can leave. Like the borders are closed. Cause this was like oh, last Jesus. summer. Yeah. Oh, they so did was, show a little footage of her hysterical on the phone with someone and it broke my heart. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I mean, I couldn't even imagine that situation. Like, it, no. and I almost was wanted to be like, I, I think I said to John during that, I go, Jesus Christ. Like he, I, and then they later revealed like he didn't want her to leave, but he just wanted to like, wasn't sure he wanted to get married, but it was like, she couldn't, she didn't want to be illegal. She didn't want to stay. And, right. Right. But it seemed like there could have been a, com- there was probably some kind of conversation to be had where you could try to find out if she can stay or not because there's a global pandemic and she doesn't know if she, it was all just real. It was a lot. I felt really bad for her in that episode. Cause I was just like, all right, dude, I don't know if this was the way to handle your doubts or I was even like, why can't he just, <laughs> why couldn't he just marry her and then divorce her later? If it did it, if right after right, that, like, yeah. But then John reminded me like, I think you're responsible for that person for 10 years if you bring him into the country. So that's not exactly the oh, best plan. Not that anyone should make right. That, should plan their life that way. I, I obviously give, I'm also a life coach. Hey, just get married and get divorced <laughs> later. Well, it may, well, as soon as you said that, I'm like, yeah, I mean, that would be the, the lesser of two evils, but then yeah, yeah you're right. I, I, from the season that I did watch with them when she, when he was over, he was in the Ukraine and I sort of thought the same thing. She was a bitch. I didn't see last season, but my gut right now is he seems like a big dickhead. Yeah, I just think that he has. I mean, I've always kind of liked him, but I, I, I do. I feel like maybe I think he was just what my theory on them was that what he went by the time she actually gave decided she wanted to come to the U.S. again after yeah. breaking up. Basically, when she gave him the ring back, he just died inside and he was like, fuck her. He was over it. And then oh. he still let the whole thing play out. And I think that was the mistake. But okay. this episode, this seemed like they were all like jokey, jokey, happy couple This uh, on this new one that aired. Like them talking in their confessionals. I was like, are, we, are these two happy now? I'm so confused. It felt like to me like he had the upper hand. Like she was definitely, well, again, she's in this country and stuff, but it but felt like she was But they did end up like, getting married, so. Okay. They ended up well, going through with it, which I'm sure felt great to her. <laughs> I mean, it was probably better than having to try to figure out how to get back to the Ukraine during oh. the global pandemic and... um. And she was just a mess during all that, but they did end up getting, yeah. So I don't, you're right. It did seem like he kind of had the upper hand, I guess, in this. Well, she got him to, to, she got him a, what, he got a $3 ring or whatever from like a 
mood, like a that stargazer shop like, or whatever yeah, they went to. Yeah. Shop. yeah. I mean, he really fought that, but like, just put the ring on that makes her yeah. happy. Like, no, on. he, yeah, yeah, he definitely kind of gets his, um, he's also like, he likes to drink beer and she doesn't like to drink cause she thinks it's unhealthy. So they just have, she mm. doesn't, se- she doesn't seem like a ton of fun, but well, actually now he I'm doesn't either. back and forth. I'm going to have to give it a couple more episodes to see uh, what I think. I know. Well, that's the funny thing about this show is like my opinion changes on, who's the bigger dick in the couple every time. Like Elizabeth and Andre, who they, Andre, which drives me yeah, nuts. Andre, I can't do that. With I my, hate my how t- she's I, like, I hate, I hated it too. I know it's just the correct way to say it because that's how he says it. But for some sure. reason, I just wish that she would never say it again. It, she just drives mm-hmm. me nuts. Um, she, her family is a real, so you go back and forth on these two because sometimes it, he's, he seems like a dick, Andre. Um, Andre. But then her family is so rude. They like they went to visit his country last season and they were like making fun of what people eat there. They were they, they just are like, oh, yeah, they're I just real up, shitty. They seemed like that or like that they're always right and that they always have to either speak with management or they know better. Oh. And it felt. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's. A hundred percent it. They always have to speak to the manager. They for sure yeah. do. Yeah. Like I, I I feel like the worst position to be would be like on an airplane with Elizabeth or any of her family members in a middle seat and you're on the aisle. <laughs> like I feel like I would just blow my brains out. I feel like it would just be easier that they yeah, that they seem just really tough. They are. They're tough. A lot of their problems come from money. Like the dad has good money. He's built. The kids all seem to like, I think they all work for him or in his business or sometimes I forget what all of them do, but they basically were like fighting over how maybe the dad gave too much money to Elizabeth or they just all are very petty. And that's the stuff they fight about. And then at the wedding, I think they showed the clip like her brother said to Aunt Andre. Like, yes. Yeah. So like at the wedding said something shitty to him about money. Like, don't bring that shit to a wedding. You can't just yeah, not say it. Yeah. No, that's a bad egg. There's some character flaws. Like just like being shitty people to other people. I don't like that. Which I was very the dad drives me nuts. And so this episode, I was very happy to see that nobody on production, because they probably all hate him too, bothered to tell him that he had a weird piece of hair <gasps> coming out of the back of his head. Like just a well, weird curl solo. What I, the I, fuck was that haircut, Sarah? Now I, listen, I didn't know Chuck before this morning when I watched this. And I'll tell you, I was ca- I was uncomfortable with that haircut and that loose curl. And then when they showed older episodes and he had a, a, a not that haircut, I I don't know. Was that a was that like a homemade a COVID cut? I mean, I, I understand. I got drunk and cut Mark's hair twice. That's all. It's fine. He's grown it out long. We got past it. But I mean, there's no excuse for what that was. No, there's not. But I feel like if people liked him that were, were behind the camera, they would have been like, hey, we need someone to go over and put that piece of hair down. I'd hand him or, a fucking hat. Hand yeah, him a uh, hat. Give him a fucking skull cap. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, so that uh, that was another thing I posted on the <laughs> Instagram stories was what in the ninety day fuck is this? Um, <laughs> like, 
I, title to the episode. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what is that? So I just, I just feel like sometimes that tells you how probably people feel about someone else on Well, camera. yeah, you're not going to let someone you love walk around with, you know, a booger, <laughs> a bat in the cave or. Oh my God. It was like a hair booger. <laughs> yeah. He had like a, yeah. A head a burger. Um, <laughs> They so they didn't show too you. much about that, but Andre is wanting to be in the family business now. I know that he was went to talk to the dad about that. The dad also is just look. I get it if you don't trust someone, and this is your daughter, and blah blah blah. But it's it's too long now. They have a kid together. Like just you can just when someone comes to talk to you about something, you don't always have to be like, okay, well, so yeah, what? What do you want to talk to me about? You can't. Yeah, yeah. Why does everyone have to? Don't you don't? Not everything has to be completely uninviting. You can just sort of go, "Hey, yeah, great to see you," even though it's not true. What is it you want to talk to me about? Like you can just get through it. And that family never acts like like, that. He's like he's he's the grandfather of his child. Like you'd think there'd be some sort of softening of the edges of this relationship, you know. And her sisters, like the whole family, just reminds me of. People who at if if they aren't already at some point will have public figure in their Instagram profile. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. I smell that. I smell what you're what you're cooking slash saying. Yeah. I mean, they they just seem like real difficult, really. And they just really want, and they're just loving it. They just want to be on TV, and they think it's just. <sighs> Uh, so we'll see what happens with them. Um, and then the last couple that they showed us this season, this episode was Brandon and Julia, who they're the ones. So his, you don't, you didn't know them, right? Yeah, I know. I feel like I really dropped the ball where I thought, yeah, I don't know them either. Well, don't but worry. You got a whole season fun. to learn these people. Right. Um, and this was what this was episode was for. It was to sort of remind everybody they had to show an episode. So they're like, hey, if you didn't watch, recap. you yeah. now know who these people are. So he lives, he lives with his parents on a farm and I actually, some people don't like his parents. I find them super entertaining. They're very sweet. They remind me of people I knew, like growing up in Arkansas, I guess. They just, they, they just are, they're kind of like, they're like an, a couple that kind of, you can tell they still love each other. So I don't know. I sort of like his parents, but they felt familiar to me too, without going into it, but they felt like kind of normal hometown people. Yeah. yeah. That even in my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just these hometown and but they do they the Brandon and Julia live with them and that's not um super fun for newlyweds. So she wants them to get their own place. Well, you could tell what is she from Russia? Yeah. Yeah. Like this she didn't sign up for the farm life. I mean, I got that right away. You know? No. I mean, that wasn't what she was looking for. No, she definitely was not looking for that and um so and he has dra- dragged his feet on stuff. So it's like, I totally get why she gets annoyed with him. I just, I think the only thing that really made me laugh at this episode with it was showing their parents because they were going like, um, they're a little straight laced. I mean, the mom always usually has a glass of wine when she's, when she's hanging out at home, but they're, you know, they're pretty straight laced and they were going to, to Vegas for a two day trip or something. And I think it was the mom that was like, well, they're just going to, they're going to be going and doing all that dancing and partying. And I'm like, I don't, it's also, it's still COVID. I think like this ha- oh, <laughs> yeah. not, every, everyone's yeah. going to Vegas at the worst times from, not, yeah, from married at right. first sight to 90 days. Did they day. run into those poor fucks <laughs> from married at first sight? And they're all like, Oh, really pick the shorts short end of the stick for this. 
Yeah, I just thought, but that is how you, I think she even said, oh my. And it's like, it's just, they're just a little bit, uh, um, straight, straight laced. And you, but then you see them and they're like, there's zero dancing and zero partying. I don't think that Brandon and Julia are are dancing and partying type people (laughs) as it is. Well, I think the one, I don't, again, not really knowing them, the one, the one, uh, sort of, I don't know, flashy thing that they did when they got there was she definitely bought those glasses at a gift shop right before they sat down to film them having a drink, (laughs) which I thought was sweet. I mean, I've been there at that age of like, oh, I want, you know, she sort of changed her look and then she took them off immediately because she realized they weren't really comfortable and the glare because they're not real. Right. Oh, that's it. Really? That they, they, there's. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think you nailed it. I mean, mean, you know, it was kind of it. There wasn't, like you said, it was mostly recaps and we're just here to tell you who's who. And um, I'm sure I got some stuff wrong because I always do because um, some, I watch a lot of TV. You had to you had to do the heavy lifting with that because I wasn't that helpful. But I also really appreciate you sort of explaining some things to me because I probably won't go back and watch it. I'm just going to dive in, you know, where we are right now, probably with some listeners that may or may not do that. I saw oh, like yeah. next week. The Ronald and the, what was the brunette's name? Uh, Ronald and, um, cause he showed the, the, she has the son and I think she wants a divorce. I'm trying to, I don't to... know. But so there must be, so I can't, it's neither here nor there, but so I'm wondering how many are there uh, other couples oh, that they didn't that get cu- to? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay. That's right. I forgot. Um, yeah. Uh, Ronald and Tiffany. Tiffany okay. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we'll see. I think there's probably going to be more. And then that's, you don't even, if you haven't watched it or if you're a little behind, like Mary was with this, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they, it's all new yeah. storylines. It's just sometimes when you know the history of, like, what, <laughs> what, wh- who was the asshole when. But like I said, it seems like every season someone else flips into the asshole. So you never really, you got to. Well, that's kind yeah, that's kind of nice. You can go with the moment, you know, it's yeah. kind of like whoever's being the biggest jerk in the moment. But no, I, I love this shit. And and this was probably the first time I really needed the recap with something like this. But I like it. I'm not going to go back. But I can't wait for next week. Can't either. So thanks, you guys so much. I knew it's a long episode. But you know, there was a lot to unpack, as they say. Yeah. And yeah, that's okay. We're here for you. You can split it up and listen to it in, in two different days. And it'll be like you had two podcasts if you like. Yeah, it's a big action packed fucking bonus. I'm a big boner. Big, big week. week. And big boner week. The final Patreon for this month, the, the third one that we release yep. is going yep, to be um week. Um, come out this week and it's going to be on my husband's killer girlfriend, which is a doozy. So did you watch that? It was a lifetime movie. I, yes. And we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about it. I can't wait. I'll be watching it tonight. All right. Love you guys. Um, Married at First Sight recaps are on Friday. And for now, uh, we'll figure it out (laughs) while we have all this TV. Just stay tuned and hold our hands and come with us. It'll be fun. Bye. 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 